Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 61. This episode, we're going to be talking about the mindset around uh, your relationship with food on vacation. And specifically, we're going to be diving into what Jacqueline has done previously and what she's currently doing and kind of everything that happened between here and there. Right. So I know vacations can be really hard for a lot of us, especially if we're on a weight loss journey, trying to lose weight, stick to our goals, because it can feel like when we're at home, we're in a very controlled environment and we can kind of feel in control of the choices we're making, the food we're eating and what we're doing. But then when we leave our home and go on vacation, it can feel very hard because it can be a struggle of what am I supposed to do when I still want to lose weight? I want to enjoy time on vacation. I want to eat foods like everyone else. And it could kind of be like this crazy chaotic time where I know for me, a lot of the times I would go into full on panic mode And would want to avoid vacations, not go on vacations, because I just felt so out of control on what to do. And I think when it comes to vacation and that mindset and mentality around food, we really have to focus on what we feel is best for ourselves in the moment and where we're at in our journey. Because being so restrictive and not going on vacation because you're afraid of what you're going to eat, what you're going to do if you're going to gain weight, isn't a way to live life. But then going completely the opposite way and completely binging out, eating everything in sight and losing that kind of control is also the other way of an extreme of something that we don't want to do when we're trying to live our life. And I think that's why it's so important. And I kind of talk about this a lot, especially now because I wasn't like this before, is weight loss has to be a goal, but not the sole purpose of our life and that we're not waiting to start living life or going on vacations once we lose weight. It's really enjoying our life, enjoying vacation without food kind of controlling that. Right. And I know it's been a big process to get you to the point where that's how you think, feel and act. So I think in order to get to where we are currently, I think we have to kind of look back at the beginning of your weight loss journey and how was your relationship with food while on vacation when you were first starting your weight loss? Right. So I feel like I definitely had both of the extremes of not wanting to go on vacation at all. And then when I went on vacation, it was the extreme of either all the way binging or all the way restricting. And I definitely struggled with both of those for a very long time. And I think that when I first began my journey and we went on our very first vacation, it was like six months into my weight loss journey. I I had lost probably around 50 pounds at this point and we went on a cruise and I was so focused on, I have to lose weight I can't go on vacation because my weight loss is so important. I'm not going on a cruise where you're completely surrounded by food all the time. And it was like a full-on panic mode. And what I decided to do was I brought my own food. I talked to the chefs and the servers on the cruise, made modifications, had grilled chicken or vegetables every single night, and felt like I was doing a good job. 
not realizing how much harm that was causing me or pulling me deeper into an eating disorder. And I think what's actually hard about that as well is when you're kind of, and it's unintentional, I feel like a lot of times, but when you're actually praised for making those choices and people are telling you, you're so motivated, you're so disciplined, I wish I had your willpower, and then you're praised for those actions and it makes you want to keep doing it or feel like this is what you're supposed to be doing or what you should be doing. And I think mentally that's a hard struggle to then kind of get yourself out of that when for so long you are making kind of these very restrictive choices and behaviors that were praised. And even doctors praised me for having this mindset, for completely only focusing on weight loss. And so I think that's where it's kind of hard now to switch that mindset because in that moment, I felt like I was doing a good job or that's what I should be doing. So then after we kind of went on the cruise, I continued losing weight And I think that just kind of brought me deeper into an eating disorder where we went when I was at kind of the end of my journey or the end of this kind of part of my weight loss. I had lost around 360 pounds, was getting ready for skin removal surgery, and we went to Hawaii. And it was, I don't think I realized how at that point was so much farther into an eating disorder than even that first trip on the cruise because I mapped out, Google searched a Jenny Craig Center that was near a hotel, rented a car, had a drive to the Jenny Craig Center, picked up my own food, made sure the hotel had a microwave, and only ate my frozen Jenny Craig food the whole trip we were there. I brought it to restaurants. I brought it to the beach. I only ate that food. And again, it was one of those things where I was praised. It was celebrated. You're doing such a great job. And I remember I even got in a little argument with one of the servers at a restaurant because he brought us out this big dessert to share. And he told me, I know you ate your own food, but aren't you going to eat a bite of dessert? And I said, no. And he said, well, just have one bite. You're here. You're in Hawaii. Enjoy the food. And I was like, no, I can't. I'm not doing it. And we kind of went back and forth for a little bit until I think he kind of got the hint like, okay, I'm going to back off. But that's how far in I was where I wouldn't even allow myself one bite of a dessert or one bite off of the plan I was on, thinking that I was doing this great thing, that I had such great willpower, motivation. I even got back from that trip from Hawaii, and I think I lost, I don't know how much weight after that trip. And it was like, oh my gosh, only you would be able to go to Hawaii and go to a week on vacation and actually lose weight. I remember everyone was praising me, my Jenny Craig consultant, doctors, everyone was like, that's such a great job. You're doing such a great job. And I remember thinking, like being proud of myself, but also thinking to myself, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel normal or what I should be doing. And here I am bringing it up to doctors saying, I think I need help because this isn't really working. Well, I think too, in that moment when it was going on, you absolutely 100% thought that that was the best thing. Sure, you kind of, I think, after you got back and were really thinking about what had gone on, that's when you came to realize this isn't maybe normal or acceptable behavior. Well, I think too, when I got home, I was proud of myself that I lost weight, but I was also angry that I missed out on so much and not that vacation should be all centered around food. And that's the only thing you should do is eat when you go on vacation. But I kind of felt like 
is this the rest of my life where I'm always going to have to do this, always bring my own food, always find a Jenny Craig Center, never enjoy food out? Is this what I have to do? And that's why when I talked to doctors about it and kind of brought these things up, like I'm really struggling, it was always like, no, you're doing a great job. You're losing weight. That's what you should be doing. And I think that's what makes me frustrated now looking back at how far in I was with an eating disorder and the stigma that's kind of still around eating disorders. And if you're underweight, it's a problem. But if you're overweight, you just need to lose weight. And I was like crying out for help so many different times. And it was always being praised because, no, you're doing what you should be doing. You're losing weight. And there was even a time in my journey when I wasn't eating And I couldn't eat. And the doctors even made a joke like, oh, but if you can't eat, at least you're losing weight. And so I think that same kind of mentality around, okay, well, if I'm on vacation and I am not eating and bringing my own food and I'm being told that that's good or that's what I should be doing, that kind of just reinforced that behavior of, yes, this is what I should be doing when I go on vacation, especially, especially when I'm not in that controlled environment of my home. And when I'm not home, I have to be even more careful that I don't gain weight when I go on vacation. So I have to be even more strict and not allow myself to eat anything else that's not on plan or tracked, especially when I'm on vacation. Well, too, and I think you could take that even a step further and say that it's not only about that relationship with food, but at that point in in your journey, you were to the point where you were working out every single day. Uh And so not only were you now going to remove yourself from your comfort of your food routine, you're also going to remove yourself from your comfort of going to the gym. Uh And so it was like that double-edged whammy of now I have to be extra on point with my food because I'm not going to be working out. I'm not going to be burning as many calories. And that will only add to the stress that you were trying to overcome. Right. So it was definitely a point in my life where I completely struggled with even leaving my house and eating at a restaurant, but even more so traveling and going on vacation because I I felt like I lost that control. And like Kevin said, I lost that routine of, I know I'm going to the gym. I know what foods I'm supposed to eat. I know what I'm supposed to do at home. But when I took myself out of that, it was very, very hard for me. And I think that's why I had this mindset of, I don't want to go on vacation. I don't want to eat out until I'm at my goal weight, until I lose weight, because it was such a big deal for me to do these things where it felt like it was too much of a burden or a hassle or a challenge for myself personally to go on vacation because of all the stress it would cause me. So it was easier for me to say, I'm not going to go where I don't want to go until I'm at my weight, until I lose weight, because it was such a difficult time for me. And I've experienced, like I said, both extremes of, like I shared here, completely restricting. But then I feel like once I started like that skin removal process, I hit somewhat of like that goal weight. The pendulum completely swung the other way for me. And I had this mentality of, I did it. I'm done. I lost all this weight. So now I can go eat all those foods that I never allowed myself to eat. Now when I go on vacation, I'm going to go and completely binge out and enjoy vacation because this is what you're supposed to do on vacation. And it turned into 
not even enjoying the trip because I was so consumed with eating and how much I could eat and kind of feeling like I had to make up for all the times I never allowed myself to eat. And this mindset of, okay, I'm going to eat all this food because when I go home, I'm never doing it again. So I have to do it now. This is my only opportunity. So you better eat everything you want now because when you go home, you're never going to have it again. Right. And I think this is where it's very, very important that you mention and kind of bring up what we did at the very beginning of this episode, that it this is looking back, knowing how important that mind-body connection is and listening to your body and doing what's right for you. Because when you kind of silence that, that mind-body connection, and you don't listen to what your body's telling you, it's very easy to fall into this rabbit hole of overeating, undereating, restriction, binging, all of these things when, again, you silence that voice inside your body that's telling you this is what I should be doing or this is what I shouldn't be doing. And I think it's important to note, too, that as wonderful as social media is, it can also be hard to navigate when you're constantly seeing these fitness professionals or influencers talking about health and fitness or weight loss. And when they share about going on vacation, either, yes, it's okay to bring your own food, you should be bringing your own mini scale, tracking your food, measuring your food, and that you thinking you have to do that because you have to lose weight. But then there's the opposite of people saying, no, when you go on vacation, go enjoy yourself, eat whatever you want. It's vacation. Enjoy it. And when you come back home, you get back on track. And I feel like either way of those things, if that's what works for you and that's what you want to do, that's 100% okay. If you're doing it for the right reasons and you find joy from doing it, I'm not here to tell you that that's wrong or that what you're doing is bad. But for me, having an eating disorder and having that really hard relationship with food, both of those mentalities are very harmful for me because my brain doesn't work like that. My brain doesn't work as, yes, you have to track your food or yes, you can go completely and eat whatever you want. It works a little bit differently. And I think I had to really, like we had talked about, focus on my body and how my brain works, how my body works, and what's going on with me, and figure out what I need to then do when I go on vacation that's going to set me up for success and kind of help me enjoy my trip and not focus on what this person's saying or what works for that other person. It's really work. what's working for me. Right. And I think this is something, too, that you have worked months and months, if not years with your therapist to get to this point, to be able to say, I'm going to work on listening to what my body's telling me. I'm going to follow what my body's telling me and kind of silence what my brain is telling me, knowing that I have that eating disorder brain telling me these certain things about- they have to go to extremes. You have to go to these extremes that, that I have to binge or I have to restrict or it's the absolutes, the black and white, the there's no middle ground. And the reality is that the world is full of that middle ground. And it's having your body be able to actually listen and navigate that at its own pace without the eating disorder brain saying it has to be all the way in or all the way out, or it has to be um, just that, that all or nothing. And I think too, what is kind of helping me as well is knowing I've actually experienced both of those extremes while on vacation. I've actually experienced not wanting to go on vacation, turning down vacations, not taking trips 
because I was so stressed out about it. And then I also went on vacation to the extremes where, like I said, I rented a car and drove to try to find a Jenny Craig Center because that's the only food I could eat and that's the only food I allowed myself to eat. And I also experienced completely binging out, stuffing myself, getting myself sick, and then completely just binging out on everything in sight. And I knew all three of those options did not work. They did not make me feel good physically or mentally. And I wasn't actually enjoying the trip or living my life and being happy in myself with any of those options. So when it comes to like travel now, it's really taking that step back and saying, I know these things don't work. So what's going to work for me? And it's not waiting until I lose weight. It's not stopping living my life until I lose weight. It's enjoying life and having weight loss be a goal, but not having it consume your whole life. Right. And I think the other part of that too, though, is it's let's go on these vacations and it's not entirely 100% about food. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's figuring out these are the experiences that I want to go enjoy. These are the places I want to see. These are the people I want to do it with. And sure, food's going to be a part of it, but it's not the reason of the trip. Right. That's one of the biggest things that kind of helped shift that mindset for me is food does not have to be the main focus of a vacation. Your whole vacation does not have to revolve around food. And I think this is hard for me and maybe some of you out there who your family kind of has some of these disordered patterns or way of thinking, because I know for me, a lot of vacations with my family were revolved around food. We're revolved, what are we going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And so it's kind of hard for me to take trips with certain people because I know food is going to be such a focused part of their trip or their experience or what they want to do. And I think it's one of those things I have to remind myself of is just because they can go and eat and have a time and not binge or restrict doesn't mean that I'm in that place. And I can't control what others are doing, but I can control what I'm doing. And for so long, it was this thought of when I leave my house and I go on vacation, I'm losing that control. But it's reminding myself of I still have that control when I leave my house and it's figuring out what works for me and keeping that control on vacation. If you want dessert, if you don't want dessert, if you want to eat pizza, if you don't want to eat pizza, you're in control of everything that you're choosing to do, whether you're at home or you're on vacation. And I think that was a huge light bulb moment for me. Because it was like, I'm not giving up that control by going on vacation. It's just needing to switch some things around. That's going to kind of help me during that time. Right. And I think, too, you've gotten to the point where it's, and you've done this work with yourself, but also with your therapist's help is to figure out, okay, how does it make me feel with, okay, I'm having pizza on vacation. I'm going to have a whole entire pizza or four or five pieces of pizza, or I can have a one or two pieces of pizza and a salad like that difference and that shift in the mindset is okay. I can have pizza, but I'm also going to have a salad because if I eat entirely too much pizza, I feel sick. Right. And I think that really goes back to listening to your body. And that's such a hard thing to do, especially if you have silenced your, that noise or trained yourself not to listen to what your body needs because it's so consumed in weight loss And I think it's really silencing that noise and figuring out what makes me feel good, what makes me feel my best, what's going to make me feel good, 
And it's not saying all of these foods are bad. So now I'm on vacation. I have to eat them or avoid them. But how are these foods going to make me feel? How are they going to fuel me? Am I going to have eat all this pizza, like Kevin said, and feel so sick? I'm going to have to go take a nap in the hotel room versus I'm going to eat a little bit of pizza and then I'm able to be at the beach and still feel good to continue on with my vacation. And I think that's the place I'm trying to get to. And I still have a lot of work to do, but it's kind of me wanting to share this with you of what I'm working on and what's kind of helping me right now. And I've seen a huge shift in the few trips that we have taken to Disneyland because that's all we've been in the past like two years. But just a shift in that mindset for me, just going to Disneyland where it's just felt like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders by not going in and making the whole trip revolved around food, but not going in and feeling like I have to completely binge or restrict. And I think that the key to this is really focusing on what you are doing at home. And if you are calling certain foods good or bad, if you do eliminate certain foods at home and how restrictive kind of your diet or program is, I think really taking a look at what you're doing every day and kind of having to make maybe some tweaks or changes if it does feel too restrictive, because it's going to only help if you do go on vacation to not feel like you've been deprived of all this food. So then you have to go binge out when you have this quote unquote freedom on vacation. Absolutely. I was just going to say, I think that that's something that we've really worked on um, again is, is making sure that you're having a variety of things and not I'm going to put this in air quotes, eating only clean foods the whole entire, mm-hmm. every single day. Like you've incorporated pizza from time to time. You've incorporated a burger from time to time and French fries. Like being able to incorporate those throughout your daily life. Again, you go on vacation. Okay. I've had this. I'm not craving it. I'm not like, I can't, I don't need to go eat this whole entire pizza because when am I going to eat it again? Right. Like that's really powerful to be able to get to that place where you can have it regularly and not binge and restrict it or overeat and or, or overindulge or over restrict. And to be able to say, I'm going to go have a piece of pizza and be fine. Okay. That's enough. Like you, if you don't do that regularly, you're never going to get to that place. And I think that's a huge reason for me why when I was turning to like that binging on vacation is because I was so restrictive the whole rest of the time, my, the whole rest of my life of restricting certain foods or food groups or whatever it may be, that when I went on vacation, it was easy to then say, okay, I'm on vacation. I'm going to allow myself to have this, but I'm not just going to have it. I'm going to binge out on it and eat all the pizza and all the bread and all the pasta and all the things that you might not allow yourself to have at home because it's this mindset of, because I don't know when I'm going to allow myself to have this again. And so if you can really control that a little bit more when you're home or in your normal everyday life, I found it makes it a lot easier to go on vacation and to still feel in control because like Kevin said, you're not having this mindset of, okay, now I have to eat all these foods I don't allow myself to have while I'm on vacation and completely binge out. And I think for me, that has been one of the biggest turning points in my own recovery is really being mindful of the foods I eat, how they make me feel and allowing myself to have all foods in moderation, in what feels good to me, in all these different aspects, and going on vacation where all that food's readily available, it's kind of like, eh, but I don't want it because I know when I go home, I can have it too if I want it. 
And that's been a huge shift in really helping me enjoy vacation without centering it around food or without constantly obsessing about what I'm going to eat, what I'm not going to eat. And I think that mindset not only helps going on vacation, but coming back from vacation as well, because I know it's so hard for me coming back if you've been completely restrictive on vacation When you come back, you kind of feel overwhelmed, like you've been so restricted that it's hard to keep going. Or if you were completely off program and completely binging and eating whatever you want, it's hard to come back and get back into that mindset of, okay, now I have to completely restrict myself again. Or you feel like that guilt because you did something bad and you completely start restricting yourself and punishing yourself and saying, I was so bad, now I have to be good. And it's putting that moral code on food again or your actions. And it's reinforcing this good and bad behavior when it comes to food. Instead of having that healthy relationship with food at home that carries into vacation so that when you come back from vacation, it's all just one continued fluid motion that makes right. it a lot easier. And I think easier. you've done really an amazing, amazing job of listening to your body and actually truly listening to what it's telling you as opposed to what your brain might be saying. Mm-hmm. Because again, when you struggle with an eating disorder, your brain is telling you not necessarily what your body wants. And you've done a really good job of getting in touch with actually listening to what your body is telling you and making sure that that's what you're following as opposed to what your brain may be telling you. Right. And I think like I had mentioned before, it's okay if you want to go on vacation and track your food, or count your calories, or use your WW app, whatever it may be. And it's also okay to go and not worry about those things and just eat what you want. But for me, it's that mindset of why am I making the choice to either completely keep tracking or completely allowing myself to have this freedom to eat? What's actually causing me to choose those options? And a lot of the time it goes back to because I'm afraid of gaining weight, because I don't want to gain weight, because I want to keep losing weight. And if it's any of those disordered kind of thoughts where it's not just because that's what's best for you, that's where I would kind of reevaluate and really figure out if that's actually what is best for you. Are you making the choice to still track your points on WW because that's actually what you want to do because that feels good to you? Or is it because you're actually wanting to restrict yourself because you are afraid of gaining weight, because you are afraid of losing control and really getting down to what's actually making you make those choices? Because I think there's nothing wrong with still being mindful of your goals or your weight loss if you are on vacation, but there's also that fine line of doing it in a healthy way or a way that's going to actually benefit you and not kind of cause you more harm down the line. Absolutely. I think you just hit the nail on the head with that. And I think there is that happy medium place out there where it is keeping your goals in mind while still being able to enjoy that little bit of extra freedom while you are on vacation. I I absolutely 100% think that place exists. And I think like we've kind of touched on, I think it kind of begins with that mindset at home before you go on vacation, as well as to when you get back. Right. Because like we've talked about and we touched on, Again, if you're so restrictive before you leave, you go crazy while you're gone. There's that big cloud looming over you the whole time you're there. Oh, I'm going to have to go back to this restriction when I get back. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just like a big giant. More too. It's absolutely that. Right. And I think it's a giant snowball effect. And it's this giant cycle that just is never ending. And then you can't ever break out of it. So I think by you really touching in, getting in touch with your body and really listening to what it's telling you, I think you are absolutely 100% able 
to find that happy medium place that's somewhere in the middle where you're 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 balancing but you're feeding both mm-hmm. and i think it's one of those things where when you're at home, of course, you have certain foods that you have more often, your pantry, your refrigerator, your freezer is kind of filled with your normal everyday foods and treats or whatever you normally eat. So, of course, when you're out on vacation, maybe you do want to enjoy more dessert while you're out. Maybe you do want to have a drink with dinner because you don't usually have that at home. Those types of things that are on that you can do on vacation are what I try to focus on. Because that's where I think I'm finding that joy and that balance of, you know what, I usually don't have a glass of wine with dinner when I'm home, but I'm on vacation. It sounds good right now, so I am going to have that. But it doesn't mean just because you have that, you throw everything else out the window and completely binge because you feel like you're being bad. And so I think it really starts with really having that firm like foundation when you're home that you can actually carry over with you on vacation and actually listening to you and your body and not worrying about maybe what everyone else is doing. If someone else doesn't want dessert and you do, get the dessert. There's nothing wrong with that. Just because someone else isn't having it doesn't mean you don't have to have it. Or vice versa, just because everyone else might be having dessert doesn't mean that just because they are, if you truly don't want it, that you have to get it. And I think that's where it's really kind of listening to yourself in the moment and your body and what feels good for you in that moment. And so a lot of these things are things that I've learned, I've experienced, I've grown, and that I'm still working on today. So this mindset isn't just something that's easy, that it's, okay, I'm telling you this, so you should do this. And next time you go on vacation, this is what you have to do. It's all a learning and a growing, and sometimes you have to go through really hard experiences to figure out this doesn't work for me or I don't like feeling this way to really make the changes and to figure out what's going to work for you. But this is something I know so many of us struggle with. I get so many messages and comments about this on what do I do when I go on vacation or when I go to Disneyland, what kind of my plan is. And I feel like before it was, okay, this was my strict plan. I'm going to go and I'm going to eat everything I want because when I come home, I'm not going to do it. Or I'm bringing my whole food, my freezer, everything with me from my house because I'm not eating food out. And those are my plans where now it's kind of I go in with a plan of I'm really going to listen to what my body needs and what it's telling me in the moment while still being aware that I want to lose weight, that I want to take care of my body, that I have all these goals in mind that I still are important to me, but it's not letting those goals control or consume my life anymore. And in the moment, if I feel like dessert, I'm going to have dessert. In the moment, if I don't feel like dessert, I know I don't have to have a dessert because it's not now or never. It's not eat all of this now because when you go home, you're not going to allow yourself to have it. And I think that's the biggest key for me on what I'm working on in terms of when I travel or go on vacation or I'm outside of my controlled environment at my house and figuring out kind of the best way to handle traveling because it's not you're losing control. It's you can still be in control and do what's best for you in the moment. So that way it's a whole experience that's going to be really good for you. So like I said, all of this is a work in progress. All of this is something that is going to take time to listen to your body, to change your mindset, to work on your relationship with food, and to remind yourself that if you do struggle with all or nothing mentality, with an eating disorder, with disordered behaviors or thoughts, 
with food or with your body, you might have to do things a little bit different than everyone else in order to overall set you up for success when you're traveling, when you're home, when you're outside of your home environment, whatever it may be. And it doesn't mean that it might not be hard or more challenging or a little bit more stressful, but it's reminding yourself that this is where you're at in your journey and you have to do what's best for you in this moment and not focus on what everyone else is telling you what to do, but really look within and figure out this is where I'm at and this is what I need to do. Exactly. I don't think I could wrap, we could wrap this up any better than saying it's really about focusing on you what's best for you and doing what's best for you in those moments. I think that's the perfect way to put a bow on this episode. And with that, we'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening to today's conversation. If you could also help us out by recommending our podcast to a friend or family member who might also find value from listening to us, that would be amazing. If you could also please rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. And there's one last thing to remember. It's never never too late late to fly. fly.